Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the show. Got a really important show planned for you tonight. Uh, it's music festival season. And I realize I haven't touched upon this in years. I think it was within the first year I started doing the radio show. I did this topic, which is healthy partying at music festivals. Uh, people at festivals are going to use drugs and alcohol. And my work is about harm reduction, knowing that people are going to participate in those things. It's not about stopping them. Adults have the right to engage in whatever makes sense for them. I'm all about body autonomy and legalization of drugs so adults can accurately and honestly get their needs met. Um, we know from the research, 90% of people that use drugs and alcohol don't have a problem. It's about only 10%. So most of the people at these events are just having fun, trying to you know, amplify their experience. And um, even animals use mind-altering substances, uh, different plants and fruits and return to them. And humans have been seeking transcendent experiences through religion and music and sex and also substances since the beginning of time. It's just part of the culture and it's getting more normalized. And when we legalize drugs, that will mean that people won't get punished for an issue they might have. They'll actually be able to get treatment. Um, more importantly though, again, harm reduction. Uh, I want people to stay alive. That's my goal. And so I want them to understand how to take care of themselves and how we can take care of those around us, knowing that what's going to happen is what's going to happen. And music festival season is here. And so it's really important to talk about if you're going to be someone who's going to party while there, how can you do it in a safer way? It's like sex. I'm not talking about permission giving in any way. I'm just talking about if you're going to have sex, how can we do it safer? If you're going to use drugs and alcohol, how can we do it safer? If you're going to date and get married and raise children, how can we do it safer so that you don't harm them either? It's all about harm reduction because people are going to make mistakes and foul up. Um, so that's what we're going to talk about. And so, you know, again, that's this is just the acknowledgement that the world operates the way it does, but how can we take care of each other? And you're going to hear some of that in tonight's show, which is we do want to look out for each other. We are responsible for other people. I'll never agree that, you know, you only have to worry about your country. Oh, don't worry about, other, you know, that's another country. I'm only going to buy made in America. Well, I want everyone to have basic needs met, or I'm only going to worry about my state, you know, California only. I don't care what's going on in New York. Really? There's a lot of people I care about and love in New York. And also I want all humans to be taken care of. You could also shrink it down again and say, I'm only worrying about my neighborhood. Okay. That's weird. Or you could say my household only. Like we can, as I say on the show all the time, arbitrarily create whatever line in the sand we want, but it's not real. I am all about collective responsibility, collective care, collective consciousness. I care about everyone. These arbitrary distinctions of race and location and my family, your family, my state, your state, my country, your country, none of that's real. And you can see the kind of issues we get into. Yeah. You watch the news at all. That's right. Palestine, Israel, Ukraine, Russia, you get to see what it looks like when we create this othering, this me versus you, you know what I mean, versus a collective care, which is what I'm all about. But, um, you know, I'm not a capitalist and I'm not a uh, patriot. So, you know what I mean? I'm all about everything. Okay. So tonight, like I said, we're going to be talking about how to take care of yourselves while at a music festival because they are back in full action. You know, um, COVID apparently is completely over. <laughs> Uh, I personally won't go around large crowds, but y'all, some of you do. And a lot of music festivals are outside. So I, you know, it's safer. Um, like I said on the show, I've already had COVID twice. It's been nasty. I still have residual things from it and I ain't trying to get it. But for those that are going to the music festivals, more power to you, you know, do you. Uh, so we're going to be breaking that on down. Um, and I think this is something that even if you aren't someone who goes to music festivals, you're going to learn a lot about maybe how to talk to your kids or how to talk to your friends, uh, or maybe it's just going to be interesting and entertaining, but, um, this applies well outside of that. So it's a little bit of a topic around harm reduction. We're going to learn a little bit about safer use around drugs and alcohol. Um, you know, and also it's a conversation about care and compassion. 
because some people, they just think that no one should use drugs or alcohol. It should be about abstinence. It's not honest. That's not the world we live in. Um, we also know from the trajectory, and again, we're not talking about problematic use of drugs and alcohol. This topic is really rooted in adult use, people that are using responsibly and how to continue to do so. So this isn't going to be about addiction or anything like that. That is something outside the scope of tonight's show. So don't, don't try to weave that in. That's completely outside of this. Um, but um, there's a lot more books being written on things like this, the harm reduction model, again, meeting people where they're at, meeting culture where it's at, not trying to live in a romanticized utopian and ignore the reality of what's truly happening. It's kind of like the sex talk. Uh, your kids are going to have sex, <laughs> whether you like it or not. And wouldn't you rather them understand how to do it safely so that when the time comes, they can take the right, they know what the choices are and they can take the right avenue so no one's harmed in whatever way harm might present itself. So they understand consent and boundaries and protection around STDs, STIs, teen pregnancy, sexual assault, sexual abuse, I would think you'd say yes. Uh, we teach kids how to not text and drive and how to wear a seatbelt. That isn't you saying I'm condoning them speeding and driving fast. It's saying we know that sometimes that happens and so we want you to take the precautions so that if something bad happens, we can reduce the harm of that potential texting while driving or car wreck if speeding. So we want you to wear a seatbelt, put your phone down. When you ride your bike, put a helmet on because we know that things happen and we're just trying to reduce that possibility and keep you alive because we love you. And that's really what tonight's topic's about. So I'm not pro anything, although I am pro adult autonomy around their body with abortions and drug use. Um, but nonetheless, uh, they'll be doing some DMs. So if you got a DM for us, drop in the DMs on our Loveline page, our Loveline IG. That's questions you got, topics you want us to hit, things you want us to circle back, drop deeper into. Love to hear from you. Put them all in there and uh, pass episodes of the show. Always over at wearechannelq.com. Scroll down, look for Loveline and click on it. Stick around, though, more to come. You're listening to Loveline with Dr. Chris on Channel Q and Odyssey. We'll be right back, so don't go anywhere. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, y'all, we're back. And uh, we're not talking about the good, the bad, the right or the wrong of drug use or partying. We're talking about the fact that that happens. We're meeting people where they're at. We're living in the reality of the world as it is. Music festivals are here. People will be drinking and consuming substances. Again, I'm leaving the judgments of that out. And I'm talking about how can we do it in a safer way. It's called harm reduction. Living in the reality of what's going to happen and teaching people to be able to take care of themselves within that. It's like sex. People are going to have sex. And whether you agree with it or don't, who cares? They're going to do it. So let's teach them how to do it safest so that we can prevent all the things that people might not want to have happen. Because the goal is to keep people alive. You know, they're going to do what they're going to do. So let's meet them where they're at. That's called being a good parent. It's called being a good therapist, being a good teacher, being a good law enforcement person or whatever it is we're talking about. You know, um, this is, I don't even really know how it got tied in. That's actually a really interesting thing. I'm not a historian, but I'm wondering how it is that Music and music festivals. Well, I guess it's a stupid question because alcohol has found its way into everything. It's Tuesday night, let's drink. It's your birthday, let's drink. We're happy, let's drink. We're sad, let's drink. We're gonna celebrate, let's drink. You graduate, let's drink. Someone died, let's drink. 
my God, big alcohol shows up in everything. Alcohol is toxic for every system in your body, FYI. I'm just going to put it out there. Why? Because I'm about informed consent. I want you to know the good and the bad so you can decide for yourself. That's why even with medications, I'm pro-psychopharmacology sometimes for some people for some periods of time. But we have to talk about the fact that some people have negative outcomes, that it's not right for everyone, that our research doesn't show you that it's a neurochemical thing. We can't promise. And we don't know if it's a serotonin or dopamine issue. We don't know these things. We don't have good research on it. It's a lot of anecdotal stuff. Placebos often have a better impact. We need to tell people the truth. And that's what it's all about. So that's what we're going to be talking about tonight. Truth. People are going to use drugs and alcohol at various events. The summer is here. Music festivals are here. And I want people to stay alive. I want them to know how to take care of themselves and each other, because this really is about self and other. Um, so drum roll, let's get into it. Whether you like it or not, this is what's going to happen. And I want parents to share this with their kids. I want adults to share this with each other. This is important information. I want therapists to talk to their patients about this, teachers with the students, because this is the world we live in, y'all. This is the world we live in. So first off, I want us to destigmatize drug use. I know it's a big order. I want us to be able to talk about it so that we can get our needs met. We can get help if we need it. We can understand how to use safely. We can get help if there's a problem. So I want us to be able to talk to our friends about our use. If you're gonna to go to a music festival or anywhere else and you're going to use drugs or alcohol, I want you to be able to honestly tell the people around you that that's what you're doing. Why? For a multitude of reasons. I want them to be able to keep an eye on you. If something goes wrong, I want them to be able to tell health officials how they can help you so that, and in order to do so, they have to understand what you've ingested. So again, it's about confidently letting your friends know so they can keep an eye on you and if help is needed, that they can share that important information. But it's really hard to do that if we're around people where it's stigmatized. Now, if you're going to a music festival, most likely you're going with people that are very like-minded, but I want that to be something we can talk about because we have to be looking out for each other. Also, I want us to think about our health. Um, studies show that gender or weight can have an impact on adverse, well, on reactions such as adverse reactions that for someone who has more weight on them, larger bodied, they're going to have a different reaction to the same amount of the same substance as someone who's smaller bodied. And sometimes gender elements can come into play. I don't have the research to explain much more than that. This is a superficial discussion of this. This isn't medical advice. This is something that you have to step into and do further research on your own. So this is a starting point, but things like that are part of that. So you have to think about that. Just because those around you are doing a certain substance or a certain amount doesn't mean that that's the right amount or the right thing for you. And that's the truth for everything. Alcohol, drugs, sugar, caffeine, even water. Yes, you can die from drinking too much water, 100%. There's no such thing as everything's better in higher quantities. Even vegetables at higher quantities are toxic. Oxalates in beets and greens are actually really bad. You shouldn't eat pounds and pounds of spinach a day. There's a certain amount that's right. Too much fiber is bad for you. It takes vitamins and minerals out of your body. So that applies to everything. What is What are your needs? What is your height and weight? Like, how's all that play into this? Just because someone else can eat a big plate of spinach, that's not right for you. Just because someone needs to pound eight glasses of water in a sitting doesn't mean that's going to be right for you. So we have to apply that to things like drugs and alcohol. It's about figuring out what we need and what our tolerance is. So that's the key perspective here. Just because everyone else is doing something or using a certain amount doesn't mean it's correct for you. So that takes us into our next point. Start slow and small because, as I said, what's right for them isn't right for you. Also, because we don't always know what we're taking. And you don't necessarily know that because a month ago, all went well at a certain level, that this new batch or this new person we're getting stuff from, that it will also continue to go well. And again, for those that are just joining us, this isn't a pro-drug conversation. This is a harm reduction conversation. It's recognizing that adults will drink and party while at events, and I'm teaching people how to stay alive and how to do things safer. This is not medical advice. This is things to consider and to do further research on and to discuss with the professionals in your life. But again, just like sex, everyone needs to understand that condoms exist, how to use them, so that if and when they decide to have sex, they can take access, they can utilize it. We have to talk about plan B so people know for unwanted pregnancies how to eliminate that. We also have to talk about PEP and PrEP because those are also factors. It's about giving people information so they are confident and can make choices for themselves, okay? So I just wanna kind of throw that back out there. So start slow and go slow. 
Start with a very small dose and see how you react to things and wait a few hours before taking more. Just like alcohol, please don't chug the same amount the people around you are chugging and then just keep going. Have a few sips, see how you feel, take some time and see what's right for you. Because remember, we're trying to stay alive, but we're also trying to have fun. No one goes to an event or a music festival to take their life or to really push themselves into a dangerous situation. And it's really hard and for us to do this sometimes and we get caught up in what everyone else around us is doing or at the event itself. All right, we're gonna come back and talk more about this and then we'll be doing some DMs. So if you got a DM for us, drop in the DMs on our Loveline IG page. Wanna hear from you, questions, topics, you know, the drill, drop it all in there. But, uh, oh, past episodes of the show over at wearechannelq.com. Stick around though, we got more to come. Talk about how to be safe at a music festival. You're listening to Loveline with Dr. Chris on Channel Q and Odyssey. We'll be right back. All right, y'all, we are back and uh, we're talking about harm reduction because it's music festival season and people are going to go do what they're going to do and they're going to party. And just like when we talk about safer sex practices, so people are armed with information so they can make healthy choices. We also want to talk about that in terms of partying with drugs and alcohol. I'm not advocating for or against. That's not what tonight's topic is about. It's about the beginning of this discussion. Please go do further research. This is not medical advice. You are responsible for decisions you make, even if someone has counseled you otherwise. If you choose to do something, it is your choice. So be very very thoughtful. I'm giving us a grand global perspective. Um, we're talking about the fact that if you're going to party, I want you to tell your friends and those around you so they're aware, so they can keep an eye on you, and they can also be aware of what you've taken in case something happens. Also talking about you can't do what you might have done the last time or what everyone else is doing. You have to consider a lot of different factors, including your, your weight. And so start slow, go slow, see how you feel, give it a few hours before maybe participating and taking more. Um, because you have to remember that you're also at the mercy of the elements. What might work at one time after you've eaten and slept and you're indoors in the air conditioning is very different from maybe uh, hours later when you haven't eaten anything and you've been out in the sun all day. All of these things will impact how any substance you take, whether it's caffeine, sugar, alcohol, stimulants or depressants or hallucinogens, how they will get digested, metabolized, and will impact you. And if we're at a music festival, we're not trying to harm ourselves or anyone. We're trying to have fun. And so we're talking about harm reduction. How can we reduce the harm that could possibly happen? So we have to pay attention to the elements. Are you outside in the sun all day? You know, like these things really matter. We'll talk a little bit more about in a little bit. Some of these things also are slowly released. And that's also, we don't always know what we've got. So we have drug testing kits, which I really advocate for. There's a lot of fentanyl being woven into things and it's killing people. So I really think if you're going to party, you should get a drug testing kit. Some musical fest, some music festivals offer those. Um, and it's something you want to think about to really test the, you know, safety of what you're about to take because potency matters. Um, quality matters and some things take time and can be released some things look like other things you know i mean my god some things look all the same at the same time as well um the other thing is be thoughtful about when you mix things things can have a synergistic effect where what they might be like on their own actually can more than double when taken with something else we know that with smoking and drinking that the negative effects of smoking cigarettes are amplified if you're smoking a cigarette while drinking which is when some people smoke is when they drink it's better to smoke separately than when you drink does that make sense when you yeah it's better to smoke versus doing it while drinking is that a clear way to say that they have a synergistic effect the negative impacts are increased um so be very thoughtful there's a lot of bad drugs going around different potencies and if you're mixing things can be even more uh dangerous increases the risk so be very thoughtful about mixing things like alcohol and prescription medications etc cetera, etc cetera. again this is at your own risk this is for entertainment purposes only. I'm not your medical care provider. So you have to make these decisions yourself and do your own research. This is me just starting the conversation. Also, think about staying cool and hydrated. Make sure you are spending time in the shade. Again, sunstroke and dehydration can also amplify the drug use in a negative way, the reactions, the adverse reactions. So make sure you are drinking tons of water. I like this other sound bite that came out through some of this research. It was saying, make sure you take breaks from dancing because some people just be hours out in the sun, constantly dancing. So we have fatigue, we have dehydration, we have exhaustion, sunstroke, take breaks. This is where you have to look out for each other. You have to say to your group, hey, we've been in the sun for a couple hours. Let's go sit in the shade and drink some water. We've been dancing nonstop. Let's rehydrate. Or more importantly, let's go eat something. 
Let's get some food in our stomachs. Let's make sure we have water. Let's make sure we've gotten in the shade. Those are the things to think about. Shade, hydration, and food consumption. If you're doing those three things, you're at least laying that foundation, a good, important, strong foundation. So really track and pay attention to that. Um, yeah, and then also really, really, really try to be aware of where medical help uh, exists. Just kind of like on an airplane, they're like, we want you to really take note of all the exits. At a music festival, I want you to be aware of where help exists. How far away are you from help? Where would you go if something happened? And again, that goes back to friends talking about what they're taking and, and where they are, keeping an eye on each other. You know, if you see someone you don't know, it seems like they're struggling, please step in and help. We are responsible for the care of others. Step in. Hey, are you okay? It looks like you need some water. Let me get you some. Hey, do you want to sit down and talk? It looks like maybe you could benefit from some shade. Hey, do you know where your friends are? You seem disoriented. Do you need help? Please step in and take care of each other. Make it more community-based. We don't, you know, we shouldn't have to all, you know, be doing this all on our own. Um, all right, when we come back, we're going to do some DMs, and then we're going to keep talking about how to be safe during music festival time. Yeah, I know it's it's a lifestyle for some. So for some, this is going to be many events that they'll be at. But uh, if you got a question for us, something uh, you're wondering, other people might be wondering it as well. So you're helping them as you're helping you put those questions in the DMs on our Loveline IG page. Also topics you want us to hit. Maybe there's something you want us to circle back or drop deeper into. Also plug that in to the DMs on our Loveline IG page. Love to hear from you. And then past episodes of the show or over at wearechannelq.com. Scroll down, look for Loveline and click on it. You can binge, post, re-listen and share. Lots of good stuff because as always, it's about unlearning and then we got to relearn. Because the quality of our life is rooted in the quality of our practice. We got a lot to practice. But if you don't know what it is you need to work on, that ship is heading towards nothing. You know what I mean? Stick around, y'all. We'll be back. You're listening to Loveline. Dr. Chris on Channel Q and Odyssey. We'll be right back. All right, we're back. And now it's time to slide into those DMs. Sliding into the DMs. This one says, hey, Dr. Chris and Loveline. I've been dating this new girl for about four months. Her sex drive is insane. It's all in caps. It is insane. It's a little bit of an ableist term, but we'll go with it for right now, which I really loved at the beginning. It was fun. It was new. See <laughs> that. Let me just point this out. This, the exact things that we love about a partner, especially in the beginning will be the exact same things we don't like about them down the road. It'll be the shadow side. You might say in the beginning, oh my God, they're great. They're so high energy, so bouncy, so full of joy. Soon it turns into they never shut up. Oh my God. They're always talking. They're always moving. They never sit still, blah, blah. It's the same thing. So it's like when you, when you first meet someone, acknowledge all the things you love about them and you have to hold on to that positive version of it and not be shocked when you see the dark side. And when the dark side shows up, you have to say, but I also love that aspect of them. You know, it's annoying that they're always talking, but I'm also glad that they're so full of joy and energy and you have to hold both. As humans, we struggle to hold both. It's called dialectics. Both are true at the same time. I love that trait and I hate that. They just frustrated me, so I'm mad at them, but I also love them. They're the same person they were before they made me upset. They're both. We have to hold both, but we'd rather make someone all good or all bad. And that's why we love them in the beginning and then we hate them in the end. No, it's both. Um, anyway, back to your question. <laughs> Sex drive is wild. Loved it at the beginning. It was fun and new, but now look, it's only four months in y'all see four months in and they're already like too much. But now that we've kind of settled down, my work schedule's picked up. It's a little exhausting. Constantly feel like I'm telling her no. And to be fair, she hasn't taken anything the wrong way, but I feel bad that I'm not really giving her what I used to. I know it's early in our relationship, so things aren't that serious, but I'm already feeling sad. Okay, here's the deal. You cannot just say no. If nothing else, I want you all to learn from the show, hopefully more than just this one thing, but you can't just say no. Whenever a partner makes a bid for our attention or attempts to initiate some form of intimacy, affection, sexuality, just wants to talk, whatever it is, you have to offer something. We don't want to outright and fully and completely reject a partner trying to connect with us. So it's okay for you to be like, hey, babe, working on the computer, not interested in having sex right now, but come here and cuddle with me. Hey, babe, not interested in penetration, let's make out. Hey, babe, was gonna cook dinner, don't wanna get down and dirty, but come here and let's, 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 I don't know, hold each other and I'll give you a kiss and then I'll cook. Receive them in some form. You don't have to do exactly what they want, but you have to do something. When a human being tries to get your attention, they come before the phone, the computer, the television, all the time. If you're on your phone, just put it down, connect with them. But 
The sex piece offers something. Hey, I don't really have the energy to have penetrative sex or get down for a while, but let's just make out. Hey, sex isn't really what I'm down for. Let's cuddle. Hey, not really looking for sex. Um, let's, let's go for a walk. Hey, not really want a penetrative sex. Let's just do oral. Hey, don't really want to do oral. Let's just masturbate together. You have to offer something. We don't want to just reject because then what happens is they resent us. We resent them. They stop coming to us because they feel shamed or ignored and then the problem's worse. So I appreciate that you don't have the time, the energy, work schedule, but you do have the time and energy to provide something, something that's intimate, something that's connective, something that says, I see you and I care about you, but I can't give you exactly what you want. And that's a non-sexual and a sexual skill that we need to have. Bam. We have to promise that we have to be able to offer that. And every situation allows us to do something, you know, there's a, this word sex is such a wide umbrella and we need to learn how to let it be one of those pieces, affectional, sensual, or erotic. Because if a partner is coming to you to want to have sex with you, it's either that a, they want to connect. And so they should be happy to receive anything. B, they want some pleasure. Again, all those things can provide pleasure or C, they want to get off. And that's still a potentiality as well, but it shouldn't have to always mean intercourse. We have to be better and bigger than that. That cannot be always what's expected. You know, because we're not always going to be ready for that, up for that, energy for that, interested in that, but we want to receive them somehow. All right, you got a DM for us. Drop in the DMs on our Loveline IG page. Questions, topics, things you want us to circle back to, drop deeper into. You're helping others as you're helping yourself. Always anonymous, excuse me, always anonymous, always confidential. And past episodes of the show over at wearechannelq.com. Scroll down, look for Loveline, click on it. You can binge, post, re listen, and share. Check out some of the other shows while you're there. But uh, we got more to come, so don't go anywhere. You're listening to Loveline with Dr. Chris on Channel Q and Odyssey. Stick around because we will be right back. All right, y'all, we are back and we're talking about harm reduction. This is not medical advice. Please consult professionals. Please do your own research. Any decisions you choose to make based on any information or advice you're given, you are taking ownership of. Uh, I'm just trying to get the conversation started and to help people stay alive by having some things that they maybe think about or consider, and that's what tonight's show is about. People are gonna do what they're gonna do. It's like when we talk about safer sex practices, I want people to be armed with information so they can make adult choices. And at music festivals, there's a lot of people partying, so we're talking about how to do it safer. We're first talking about sharing with your friends what you're up to, so they know to keep an eye on you. And if something sad or bad happens, not sad, if something bad happens, sadly, they can tell the uh, medical professionals what's going on. Um, also said that you need to start slow just because something at certain quality worked at another time or everyone else is doing something doesn't mean that's right for you based on your weight, uh, based on what you've eaten or drank or the amount of sleep you've gotten. So start slow, start small, give it a few hours before trying something else. Don't mix things. Some things should never be mixed. We're talking things like alcohol and prescription drugs. If you take two depressants, you might shut down your, your nervous system, drop your blood pressure to a dangerous level. I wanna be very thoughtful about this stuff. You know, we're not chemists. And a lot of people are popping things that, woof, it's like poppers and, and, and Viagra. That'll kill you. That'll drop your blood pressure to a dangerous level. There are not things that should be taken together. If you're taking Viagra, you should not be sniffing poppers. A lot of people don't know that. People need to do their research. So ahead of time, do some research. What happens when I mix this with that? What do I need to think about when I take this? Be thoughtful. That's how an adult uses. Adult, adults' use of substances is based on education and rationality. Also, bum -ba -da -bum -bum, we're, we're focusing on what we're eating, shade, and hydration. Some people are dancing hours and hours and dehydrating themselves. Some people are out in the sun nonstop. So check in on that. Look out for your friends. Hey, let's go eat something. We haven't eaten in a few hours or let's take a break for a while. Let's go sit in the shade and drink some water. Keep tabs on that. And also know where help exists. You know, if something bad happens, know where y'all got ahead. Um, also check in on your current mood. You know, no matter whether you're at home, at a birthday party or at an event or a club, if you are anxious or depressed, drugs are going to amplify that and make that worse. It's like when people say, how do I know when the best time to drink is? I'll say when you're in a good mood. Drugs and alcohol tend to amplify your mood. If you're happy, it'll tend to amplify that. But if you're sad, lonely, or depressed, it's gonna amplify that. That is not the time for you to be doing this stuff. So check in on your mood first. Drugs can make bad feelings and bad thoughts worse and amplified. Um, also, you know, at this event where there's tons of people or out in the sun and we don't know our surroundings and we might not always have contact with people we know, that shouldn't be your first time trying something. 
don't try a substance for the first time in a large crowd outdoors with loud music around people you don't know, maybe having not drank or eaten anything in a while. You know what I mean? That is not the time to have your first experience with these things. That's the worst time. You wanna try things, whatever we're talking about, in safe, controlled environments where help is nearby or at least a phone, you're indoors or with people you know and trust. There's people that have done this before. Oh, yes. So that should not be your first time trying these things. Good luck with that one. Um, like I said, also, I'd love for people to test their drugs to find out potency and safety. Um, also, don't, you know, here's the thing we have to look out for each other. Don't be using with people you don't know. Don't take drugs from people you don't know. And don't use in secluded locations. If you go off somewhere secluded with people you don't know, you're not necessarily able to take care of yourself. You might not know if you can trust them. So keep an eye on your friends. Use and be around people you know. Don't get into secluded areas. Don't leave your friends. Don't leave the event. These are when really bad, dangerous things happen. Also, don't drive under the influence. So transportation is another really important part of this. How are you getting home? Do you have your cell phone on? Is it charged? Are you keeping an eye on everyone? Are you checking in? Have a meeting spot. If we lose each other, here's where we'll meet. Because I know that cell phone use is sometimes very difficult at these events. And there's so many. I was looking at a list of all the ones. Like, check this out. Some of the festivals, and this is this is more like electronic dance music and all that. We have South by Southwest. We have something called Tomorrow World. We have Lollapalooza, Coachella, Sun City, Mysteryland, Pitchfork, um, Bonnaroo, Electric Zoo, Electric Daisy Carnival, Warped Tour, Burning Man. Like it goes on and on. And then there's the circuit party world. Like some people are just like, bam, blam, bam, bam. And it's like, whoa. So just be very thoughtful. Where are you going? Who are you going with? What are you planning on doing there? Making sure people know. Making sure, like I said, you're taking care of yourself. Listen to this. I mean, I'm just looking at, yeah, it's wild. I'm looking at the amount of people that show up to these events. Um, and uh, I'm looking at the list of substances that are, you know, most traditionally used. So check this stat out. This is the reason why I'm even doing this topic. As a group, people attending music festivals are more likely than the general population to use drugs and alcohol. Okay. I'm not advocating for or against it. I'm saying this is what's going to happen. So here's how we best prevent death. Also, nearly 75% of people surveyed at music festivals report using illicit drugs while there. So people at these events use more drugs than the normal population, and 75% of the people at them are using drugs. That's a lot of people. This is an important conversation. I don't want people dying or harming themselves. And I'm looking at the long list of things that are used, and a lot of them should not be combined, and a lot of them require testing to make sure it's safe, and a lot of them are things you shouldn't use on your own, and you should be making sure you're eating and drinking water while using them. A lot of stuff to think about. All right, we're going to come back, keep talking about this. So uh, stick around and don't go anywhere. You are listening to Love Line with Dr. Chris on Channel Q and Odyssey. We'll be right back. All right, reading these stats, I'm even more thankful I'm doing this topic tonight. Um, again, I was saying that. Uh, uh, let me just make sure I'm reading this right. Yeah, 75% of people at music festivals are using drugs. A long list of them. Uh, another study showed that, ready for this one? A study analyzed urine from people at the music festival. That's kind of interesting. As people are leaving, they're like, hey, can I get some of your pee? It's for science. Uh, they found 77 different drugs in 44 samples alone. Just in 44 urine samples, 77 different drugs? Whoa. Now, again, remember, that's not just because they're taking that many at one time. It's because some of the things they're taking has a cocktail in it. They're thinking they're taking this one thing, but in that one thing is a whole lot of other things. That's wild. And a lot of things should not be mixed. And then, as I said, on top of that, not only should they not be mixed, you don't know the potency. And then you're also doing it maybe after having been dancing for hours, dehydrated, having not eaten, maybe out in the sun. Like, that's gnarly. <laughs> having just done a whole bunch of stuff the other day that's still in your system. Remember, some things have a half-life of that are that's quite long where there's more than half of that potency in your system circulating still as you're adding other things on top of it. Like, sit with that for a second. It hasn't even left your system from the night before and then you're cranking in more. Like, woo, 77 different drugs and 44 different samples. My mind just popped. So I'm doing this topic. So that's why we're talking about all this. I'm not even gonna read some of the other stats. Um, talk about the different motivations. Some people want energy. Some people are trying to sleep and crash afterwards. Some people want to enhance the sensory experience of the lights and the sounds with hallucinogens and things. Um, so that's why we're talking about the dangers and how to use safer. And, you know, one of the most important things that people that are coming up is um, 
making sure it's environmental things uh, when combining with high temperatures, limited water, and increased activity levels. It increases the danger of seizures, coma, and death. Your poor system, overloaded. Um, and then it says treatment's not always available because people are secluded, people don't access help, or they're not aware of what someone's taken. And that's why these music festivals are great. They're stepping up. Some of them have testing kits. They have psych people on site to help you if you have a rough trip, and then they're not going to prosecute anything. They're not trying to get you know the legal system involved. They're just trying to keep everyone safe and happy, and I'm here for that. I love that. But make sure you go with people you trust. That's what I keep saying. Make sure it's people you trust. Make sure you're open and honest with what you're doing, and just be thoughtful. You're trying to have fun. So be more cautious, you know? Um, then we talk a lot about dehydration. This is another one that the experts that know more about this than I do are really pushing for. Um, consuming large amounts of alcohol means you make sure you're drinking more on those hot days. Uh, vomiting can, can happen as a result of some of this. Dehydration, electrolyte imbalance. Um, and again, we're talking a lot about impairment of judgment regardless of what you've taken. So there's violence, um, abuse, sexual abuse, injuries, accidents. Uh, drug and alcohol increases that. Uh, unsafe sex practices, people aren't looking out for themselves. Uh, and then when we talk about the stimulants, ready for this one, we're talking about cardiovascular complications such as arrhythmias, heart attacks, strokes, cocaine mixed with alcohol, cardiac toxicity, heart damage. It goes on and on and on. Bad trips, hallucinations. Um, so that's why we're talking about how to take care of ourselves. Um, education is going to be the most important one. Whatever you're planning on taking, please do tons of research. What can you mix with it? What can't you? How long does it stay in your system for? You know, how slow should you go based on your height and weight? How much should you take? Uh, there's a lot of really good research out there. Not some, you know, some that's not so great. So be very thoughtful about the website you're on, but there's a lot of information out there. You know, it's really important making sure you're in safe environments while doing it. Drug testing kits, kind of just reviewing some of it. Um, this is kind of cool. I like this one. 87% in this one study of festival attendees, 87%. That's a huge number. Uh, they said that they would likely use drug testing kits or stations and the provided information to avoid undesirable outcomes. Yeah, 87% would be willing to do that. So provide that. And a lot of festivals are. But you can also do that on your own ahead of time. And that's why I say don't take things from people you don't know. Maybe even don't take things from people you do know because they, where did they get it from? So make sure you're being very thoughtful and aware of all this. Um, and then we talked about eating, friend groups, um, gathering information, getting a night's sleep. I love this one. Keeping your phone handy and charged in case you need help. So important, not letting your phone die. Because um, it's, it's supposed to be fun. <laughs> You know what I mean? It's like I'm always saying about all these sexual issues that come up. Like, chill out, y'all. It's supposed to be fun. No one's supposed to have their life ruined or altered permanently as a result of having gone see some music. Like, I want everyone to come out safe and survive this. Um, okay, when we come back, we're going to talk about signs and symptoms of possible overdose. We're not medical professionals. I'm not trying to pretend that you are, but I want you to know what you might need to pay attention to to realize uh, I or my friend needs help. You know, so again, this is just general information. This is not medical advice. You got to, you know, do it at your own risk, but I want to start that conversation. And then uh, we'll be closing out with a DM. So uh, you got a question for us, what you're wondering about. Someone else might be as well. You're helping them as you're helping yourself. Put those questions in the DMs on our Loveline IG page. Um, maybe also a topic you want us to hit, something you want us to circle back or drop deeper into. Also plug that into the DMs on our Loveline IG page and past episodes. Go to wearechannelq.com, scroll down, look for Love Line and click on it. You can binge, post, re-listen, and share lots of good stuff. Check out some of the other shows while you're there. Not so bad. And because uh, you got to, it's all about repetition. You all got to unlearn what you've learned and then uh, replace it with some better stuff. So it's all about that practice because the quality of your life is rooted in the quality of your practice. Stick around. More to come. You're listening to Love Line with Dr. Chris on Channel Q and Odyssey. We'll be right back. All right, y'all, we are back and we're talking about ways to stay safe during music festival season. Uh, this is not medical advice. You have to consult medical uh, professionals yourself, use at your own risk. I'm just trying to start the conversation, give you some things to think about. Got to do your own research and whatever you choose to do, that is your choice. Um, and we're talking about signs and symptoms of possible overdose. So you can be aware of them in yourself and in that in other people. We were just talking about being very thoughtful, making sure you're getting shade, hydration, eating, 
checking what you're using, letting your friends know what's going on, not using with people you don't know or in secluded areas, knowing where help exists, keeping your phone charged in case help is needed, keeping an eye on each other, have a meeting up place. Just be smart, be caring. If you see someone else struggling that you don't know, talk to them. Hey, do you need some water? Do you need some food? Do you need to sit down and talk? Do you need me to walk you to health or mental health services? Because a lot of these music festivals have wraparound services. It's quite awesome. They have testing centers, mental health professionals there, doctors there for medical care. It's awesome. So think about that. Uh, Different substances will create different overdose symptoms. And sometimes people are taking things that are a combination of things. Sometimes people are taking things that they're too high to know it is they've been taking. So you want to be very thoughtful about that, asking questions, starting slow, waiting time to see the effects, considering your height, your weight, considering how much sleep you've had, how much you've eaten. So much to think about. But the studies are showing 75% or more of people at these festivals are using substances. So this is something that's important to talk about. So what are we talking about? Well, some things will lead to paranoia, delusions, overheating, dehydration, high blood pressure, seizure. Um, Those are things that are going to be, keep an eye out for that. Slowed or shallow breathing, red flag. Extreme fatigue or drowsiness could be a red flag. Blue lips or fingers, gurgling sounds or snoring, huge red flag. Loss of consciousness, huge red flag. All that can come as a result of these hallucinogens and some stimulants. Um, Alcohol, overdose or overconsumption could look like confusion, trouble staying awake, slowed or stopped breathing, clammy skin, vomiting, slow heart rate seizures, all of that's an indication that someone needs help. I know this is hard because some of these are the things that the substances produce. That is what people are looking to have happen. Um, that's why we have to check in with ourselves and with other people. If you are wondering what's going on, say to the person, are you okay? Do you need help? And when in doubt, take them to get checked out. Don't risk it. You're not going to get in trouble with these festivals. They're not there to prosecute. They're there to keep people alive. So when in doubt, take them to get help. Um, you can go find staff. You can call 911. Stay with the person. Make sure you reassure them, keep them calm. Don't elevate or amplify it. Get them into a comfortable position. We have things like Narcon, which is an opioid blocker in case of opioid overdose. Narcon, I hope, is on site. If you're gonna be using opioids, maybe purchase some and have it with you. It will keep people alive. And uh, if someone feels very overwhelmed or struggling, then move them to a quiet, dark, peaceful place. We need the elements to be quieter or more soothing and safer if someone's having a bad trip or feeling overwhelmed. Um, Because what we're really worrying about is people using more amounts than they were prepared or able to tolerate. Um, People having some interpersonal issues that can emerge as a result of their use where fights or disagreements or conflicts breaking out. So really be able to step in and kind of moderate that. Um, checking in on people, making sure they're not making bad decisions with people, places, and things that they're you know going off and spending time with. And then finally, making sure that everyone's getting home safely. Because again, it's a festival. It's supposed to be fun. We're not going to these things to really permanently alter our lives or to have death occur. And so we're in each other's care. Look out for each other. And I believe a lot of these do have a little bit of a community ethic, but if not, try to create that. So um, go with safe people, stay with them, stay connected, check in with them, and look out for those around you. And uh, have fun. More power to you. I get overwhelmed by crowds and all of this, and I'm still not wanting to get COVID again. So I'm staying home in a way. Never was really my thing, but I appreciate that for some. This is what they live for. This is their big deal, the big weekend. Just be smart. Be smart and be honest, you know? Um, that's called adult use is where we do the research and we do harm reduction and we take the steps to protect ourselves and those around us. That's healthy use. So, you know, don't lose the right to use. If you don't know how to use like an adult, then you're not really mature enough to be participating in these things. Same thing I say with sex. If you're not willing to talk about safer sex practices and talk about have you been tested and willing to get tested, then you're not mature enough to be having sex because you're going to harm yourself and other people. And that's not what it's supposed to be about. You know, um, all right, coming up next, we're going to be doing some DMs. So if you got a DM for us, drop in the DMs on our Loveline IG page, questions, topics, things you want us to hit, circle back to. Love to hear from you because as you're helping yourself out, you're helping other people. Always anonymous, always confidential, but um, whatever you're wondering about, someone else might be as well, you know. And uh, past episodes of the show, that's right, over at wearechannelq.com. Scroll down, look for Loveline, click on it. You can binge, post, re-listen, and share. Get that repetition in there. Check out some of the other shows while you're over there. You can take me on a hike, on a drive, on a walk. Listen to my voice, you know, because the work is really about internalizing it. So you hear me in your head, even when you're not listening to me. Ah, yes. Imagine that. 
Um, but yeah, so put those DMs in there. We I love the questions or the topics to be rooted in things you're wondering about. That's where these topics come from. People sometimes put it in there. Hey, can you hit this? Can you hit that? I was wondering about that. Also, they come out of things that you know kind of come up in my office. So um, yeah, put your questions and topics in the DMs on our Loveland IG page and give us a follow back. But uh, there's more to come. So uh, don't go anywhere. You're listening to Loveline with Dr. Chris on Channel Q and Odyssey. We'll be right back, y'all. So uh, stick around. Lots more to come. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast t-mobile has invested billions to light up america's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Modelo. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame. Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Medella, the Markable Fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. All right, y'all, we are back. And now it's time to slide into those DMs. Sliding into the DMs. This one says Hey, Dr. Chris, my fiance and I have been together for three years engaged for six months. He's been the most supportive person in my life and I am so thankful for him. Well, look at you, congratulations. I do my best to show him that I appreciate him every single day. See, that's key. Couples get real good at calling out what's annoying, what's frustrating all the time. Get really good also, more importantly so, at what you value in them, compliment them. If you're in a relationship, compliment your partner as much as possible. And if you're not willing to, you got deeper problems because you're with someone that you do not want intimacy with or you have resentment. But in a healthy relationship, we focus more on complimenting, praising all the time, five to one. For every insult, criticism, or put down, which we shouldn't be doing at all actually, you need five praises or compliments. Oh yeah. Um, I do my best, you said to show him, blah, blah, we got it, you're awesome. Last week, he came to me practically in tears, saying that he felt unappreciated. Shocker, right? Because you're like, hey, I'm giving it to him all the time in some way. I swear I thought I'd been doing everything to make him happy, but he says it's not enough. I kind of feel like in a weird way, he's getting scared of getting married, so he's coming up with this excuse. But if he really does feel like I don't appreciate him enough, how can I show him that I do? You got to ask him. It's not a secret. Yo, bro. You said I don't appreciate it enough, you enough. You said that I'm not showing you enough that you're a value. What can I do that would communicate that to you? Um, it kind of falls back to that like love language thing. You might be expressing care and appreciation in the ways that you feel appreciated and cared for. If you like hearing compliments, you're probably then complimenting because it feels good when you get them. So you're assuming it feels good to him to give them. It feels good for him to get them, I should say. 
But that's not how it works. We have to understand how our partners best feel loved and cared for, and we have to do that. Yes, we want our partners to learn how we give it and to see it as such, so that's the work. So if you're a human being in a relationship, your job is to both understand how your partner best expresses love to you so you can see it in their language and be like, oh my God, those compliments are them showing me they love me because they express love with compliments. Awesome, I'll start to see that. But you can also say to them, what also I most value is when you do acts of service. So when you are thoughtful and do things for me, that makes me feel cared for. And then you have two vehicles of that love coming at you. So for the writer, author of this question, you're not expressing in ways that it's felt. So you have to say to your partner, how do you most feel loved? And their answer can't be, I don't know. You have to say, well then take some time and think about it. Think back to when you've most feel loved by me or someone else you've been with. What did they do or say that did that? Or you say to them, track it for a while. And every time you feel cared for, call out what it is I did or said. It's their job to tell you. It is not your job to just know or to figure it out. Put it, put it back on them lovingly. You let me know, babe, when you figure that out and I'll be happy to do that. But it's not your homework to turn all Inspector Gadget, hire a private detective and read a bunch of books on it. Say, ask them. It's like people that want their partners to know what they like sexually. <laughs> no, you tell me. Put it into words, figure it out and tell me. And if you don't know, how the heck would I know? Give it back to them lovingly. You tell me what you need to feel loved. You tell me what you like sexually and I will do it. But you have to take time to figure it out. This isn't something we're gonna maybe bang out right now in two seconds with answers. But give it back to them. Let him tell you. Problem solved. But I think sometimes we think it's for us to know. We should know. No, we shouldn't. We shouldn't know anything. We don't do mind reading. That misguides us, misleads us. It's patronizing to the other person. We'll make assumptions about our about what we want and place and project it on them. We'll make assumptions about our exes and place it on them. We'll misread. We don't get to build the intimacy that comes with these kind of conversations. We don't do it like that, you know? That's just keeping ourselves safe and comfortable. So um there it is. All right, y'all, if you got a DM for us, drop in the DMs on our Love Line IG page. Questions, topics, and past episodes of the show are over at wearechannelq.com. Scroll down, look for Love Line, and click on it. You can binge, post, share, re-listen, all sorts of good stuff. We'll be back tomorrow night, though, so uh, join us then and uh, spend the rest of the night focusing on leisure, pleasure, <laughs> self-care. <laughs> be done working. Drop the bar for yourself and for others. You know, we're trying... We're tr- life is hard enough y'all we're not trying to amp the intensity up we're actually trying to drop it down you know but um yeah take the rest of the night and focus on some self-care some pleasure and some joy you know or at least or at least plan some for tomorrow um yeah we'll see you though as always thanks for hanging out you enjoy the rest of your night have a good night this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 